My name is Sean. I'm Stephen. I'm Thomas. God damn it, Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Harvey will not be joining us on this episode. I believe he has some important matters to attend to and get his affairs in order. Um, but <laughs> You make himself so responsible. <laughs> we're here. We made it. We took the drive over to the studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, we're here. Yeah, the studio. <laughs> but, uh, That's right. Yeah. We got a review of Colossal, starring Anne Hathaway, and we're going to be talking our favorite anti-heroes of all time, and what also defines an anti-hero, well, like always. You're looking at it, baby. How was everyone's week? What you been up to, Steve? Uh, busy as always. Uh, you know, going into work, going on shoots, always, always fun. This weekend I did something, like- yesterday I did something, you did too, Tom, you went on a shoot. We did some work. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, hopefully, the footage came out great. And uh, was this a personal thing or for work? Oh, uh, it was personal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I realize I have to start doing more of my own work. I've been yeah, I'm uh, working for the man. I've been pretty inspired lately. I uh, I started the pre-writing process of, of two things that I'm working on. Oh, nice. Uh, one being uh, a narrative. One being like a mini doc. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping to, I've, I've talked about it already, but the, not the narrative, but the other one. Are you, do you, are, do you want to talk about the narrative? I know you say you don't want to talk about it because it might ruin the mystique and the I, it's not, ambition. It's not that it ruins the mystique. It's just me and my bad self-esteem. Like what I do is I, I explain the premise. I've seen that. And then, <laughs> and then someone, and then someone has like a question about like the character development or like a plot point. And I'm like, fuck. You're right. Nope. You know, you know who uh, Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick. He never tells anyone what he's working on until I, it's actually done. It's probably, yeah. dude. It, it's probably a good practice because, like, once you have a finished script, um, and you finish it the way you think you could fill in all the holes. I mm-hmm. mean, what people say aren't gonna. It's not gonna sway you as much because you already exactly. wrote the thing. You know. Yeah, it's already there. It's set in motion. So I might tell you guys later, but probably not today. I don't know. No, yeah, man. Do your thing. You'll keep, tell us. Keep it wraps. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll can't t- hold a secret. I'll tell you when I'm like four pages in. It's probably well, when, when you're when, four when, drinks in. When, when you hit, <laughs> when you hit like page two and you think you've struck a gold mine. <laughs> I gotta tell these guys. <laughs> guys, I figured it out. <laughs> it's probably gonna be a two-page script. That'll be nice. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. What you been up to? Oh, you been writing? Yeah, I mean, just working too. I mean, trying to sort out some stuff. Uh, kind of made a a friend in the uh, NYC area. She who, hot? Oh. Uh, yeah, he he's all right. Um, nice. He he kind of does like the same stuff we do. And, uh, yeah, I've just been kind of talking white? with him. Uh, no. What is he? He's African American. Oh, nice. nice. Cool. <laughs> what part of uh, African America? I don't fucking know. The oh. fuck? <laughs> what part of African America? Is he like great you know, place to visit? Some people are like uh, Haitian descent. I don't know. Jamaican. I don't know. 
Okay, I don't see color. <laughs> I mean, you just say he's African American, so you do. Well, he told me. I didn't notice it. Oh, really? You're black? I didn't even know. <laughs> oh, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I, I would have never picked that up. I, don't, I actually don't see color, so it's weird that you pointed that out. Thanks, Marcel. I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> so, Sean, what have you been up to? Uh, so, yesterday I went hiking, Breakneck Ridge. You've been to Breakneck. You know the struggles. Oh, yeah. I've done it. But like times. I told you guys, I did it uh, backwards, inverted, I should say. I went up the path originally where most people come down after the hike. And then I went down the path where people usually climb up. <laughs> you were thinking like this generally. whole time, like, oh, this was really easy. I don't know what everyone's yeah, talking I was like, about. I was like, where are all the photos I've seen online of all the difficult shit? And then I saw that going down in the dark when we were leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Miss, then- missed our last breakneck rich train. Had to walk almost three miles to the nearest station. Damn. It was kind of epic, though. My so- cr- sounds epic. My girlfriend started to hitchhike. I was like, what are you doing? We're going to get murdered. <laughs> First of all, you're hitchhiking in a tunnel. <laughs> um but yeah we made it uh almost three miles to the next town and it's very funny because uh the next town w- we made it to it's called cold springs naturally cold springs sounds like a town you'd hear in like resident evil or like Ooh, one of those sorry, games um but yeah it reminds me a lot of stewart like it looks almost exactly like stewart and stewart in the mountains well i guess in there no mountains it wasn't it part. wasn't really in the mountains that's interesting but yeah breakneck ridge uh it's no joke um it's definitely not for people who are afraid of heights and grappling type of Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Climbing. It's one of my favorite favorite hikes I've done up here. Actually, it's, no, I've done Bear Mountain. But to be well. honest, though, I don't think I would do it again in a while at least. I'd probably do Minnewasa again. Yeah, wait, I want to do it. I think I'd probably do it with a group. I, th- but, I think uh, it's worth doing it if you go the right way first and also uh, mm. doing a little bit extra more, like going up to the tower. Did you make it to the tower? Yeah, of course. It was epic. Dude, it was the windiest... Uh, day Did you go all the way up? Yeah. Nice. This is um, fucking. It's pretty creepy. It's scary. It's high. I didn't th- I think you would go up when I was up there, but because you know you're afraid of heights. I'm not afraid of heights. I just I'm afraid of falling. This uh, week, this <laughs> it's week, like I'm afraid of dying. Was there any point that you were afraid of the whole like in the whole experience of climbing? Or no, I'm actually really good at climbing. Like I feel really comfortable climbing things. I just the my problem comes from like uncontrolled like situations. Like let's say. Somebody shaking a Ferris wheel. Yeah, let's say, look, let's just say, by example, you're in Japan and your friend's like, hey, we should go on this, like, clear glass Ferris wheel. And you're like, okay. And then they start shaking the Ferris wheel when you're up at the top. See, it's good that Harvey's yeah. not here because we're being very fucking referential to shit only we've done. Yeah. Uh, so that sums it up for the Do the Right Trail podcast. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. But we should do that. that. One, real quick. My, I think my favorite trail is still Minnewaska. I think we should all make a trip to Minnewaska. But Minnewaska, you need a car. All right, I have a car. Which I will be getting soon. Uh, your boy's going to get a car again. Sweet. Finally. But uh, you guys want to talk about movies? Yeah, well, let's talk movies. It, could be, it could be a shorter episode where, uh, where a man down. Yeah. Yeah, but I think Q we can just Celine fill it up. Dion. I think we could fill it up with just, like, you know. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> The listener has their headphones in right now. Oh, finally, a short episode. No, 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 don't, don't. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Skip 20 seconds ahead. He's like just pressing that button like, no bullshit, please. So I think I lost last week. I almost forgot I lost. Yeah, don't pull a Harvey now. No, that's what it is now? Yeah, Harvey started the trend. If you miss a movie, it's called pulling a Harvey. I would never. 
It can happen. Oh, wait. It, wasn't he supposed to have a game for us? Oh. Yeah, he texted it to me. Really? Yeah, it's, he said, plays the dice. <laughs> 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 who has the, lar- <laughs> the the biggest number has to give the person who has the lowest number. Oh, that's so different from what we were just playing, man. I'm really down with it. All right. Oh, okay. Really quick. Speaking of, where is the royal dice? Uh, I just saw it. It's here somewhere. Uh, right it's there. We're still there. good. Okay, we got the dice. So later we will pick a loser. So last right. week I lost. I had Steve gave me burying the X. Uh, this film stars, which is weird. I didn't know anything about this movie from what I saw in the trailer. Uh, it stars Anton Yelchin mm-hmm. and also what's her name? Rest in peace, Alexandria Daddario. Um, and funny enough, it's made by Joe Dante. Did you know that? No, I did not. Joe Dante is famous for making movies like in the early 90s, 80s, like Gremlins, um, something else. Let me just really quick, I'll pull up some stuff you guys might know. So we got Gremlins, we got Piranha, Explorers. Oh, he did Small Soldiers. The Burbs, and yeah, and Small Soldiers. So Classic. Like, these movies are, I feel like these movies are very much different from things you've done in the past. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my girlfriend, we watched it together. This movie reminds you of like a Halloween movie that's released during the week of like Disney Channel. It's like a Disney Channel. It's a Disney Channel movie, right? Yeah, like a release like the, the like week it. of like Halloween for their like Halloween movie month or whatever it is. <laughs> that's a good point. But dude, the acting, the premise, the premise of him, basically the movie's about this guy who dates this very controlling vegan and uh um I like how you just point out vegan. She is a vegan. She a vegan like environmentalist. Why, why, why does ex- that but matter? to the extreme. It matters because she she uses it to control him and change him. So that's who he's dating when the movie starts. Uh, he works in what I guess I would say like basically a Halloween shop, like mm-hmm. an all year round Halloween knickknack shop. And the girl he's dating originally, she's controlling. She wants to change him. She wants to like mold him into what she's into. And that's where I don't really care much about his character because his character is very low. He doesn't really stand up for himself. It's it's funny in the sense that like, the, he explains that he once had a car, but he traded in for a scooter, like an actual kick razor scooter, <laughs> because it wasn't a Prius, because she didn't want him to own a car that wasn't a Prius. Um, so that's one thing. She also, uh, she, what else did she do? Do you remember? I- Honestly, this is one movie that. I try to block out because I don't even block out. It's just so forgettable. Yeah, it's like it's like so so. Anton Yelchin is actually a really good. He was a really good actor. Rest in peace. Um, but somehow they made him seem like he's like this is his first B movie, mm-hmm. and he's just one of those like cheap actors that they fill with, with twenty grand they can pay, and he's just very his acting his delivery is kind of corny. And obviously, that comes down to the direction and the script. Mm-hmm. The script in this movie is bad, like real bad. Once Rosario Dawson's character, not Rosario Dawson. Um, I'm like, oh, she's in this? How do you even think? I don't remember. I was reading her name just now. That's why Alexandra Daddario's character comes into play. Her acting is brutal. There's a scene <laughs> There is a scene where, where they meet outside of a club. And she's there with her friend, like her goon friends, like behind her, just making like snicker remarks. <laughs> And the, those are some of the worst scenes of her, like, speaking. Any scene where she's speaking is brutal. She's not a good actress. Be and nice. She's not. I found this interesting, actually. Not about the movie, about her. Uh, she was born in New York, and her father worked in the anti-terrorism organization in New York. Oh, that's nice. That makes, random that was like, white privilege. Yeah, that makes her something, right? 
<laughs> but yeah, back to the movie. This movie, um, maybe I think I would like this movie if I was twelve years old, and like was off like summer break or something like that, and like I thought you almost said autistic. No. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, God, that would have been bad. But yeah, this movie boils down to terrible lines, bad direction. The actors aren't given no room to like explore their talents, especially Anton Yelchin. It seems super generic, right? They have all like the templates for all the characters. Like, oh, this is the funny, the funny friend, and this is yeah. the controlling girlfriend, and this is like it's just the worst part about this movie is the music cues. All the music cues are taken from like mid nineties, like com- like weird comedies, like like Joe's Apartment. Do you remember that movie? Who Joe's Apartment? No, it's with um, what's his name from. Jerry O'Connell, and is that his name? I don't remember his name. I don't remember the show. It's at about all. the. It's a movie. It's about this guy who oh. um he has an apartment and these roaches infest his building and they talk to him. No, I've never. You guys seen remember this movie? This. No, it's like a early nineties movie. I feel like it rings a bell, but dude, I know you guys have seen this. Movie. I have never seen this. This is so random. MTV is it an MTV? Fo- yeah, it's an MTV. Ah, movie. it is ringing some bells. Jerry O'Connell, yeah, that's his name. But, um, yeah. Yes, I remember it this. It reminds me of movies like that. Like, basically what I'm saying, it reminds me of movies that were once nostalgic and good in, like, the early 90s, late 80s. Like, if, if this movie came out in, like, like let's say this the is, 90s, it probably exactly, would have been as bad. This is and, exactly and, what I remember about it. Yeah, that, that's there's it. A, there's an iconic scene where they're all, like, on the... Are they having a pool party? Like, in a bowl of cereal or something like that? No, in the toilet. I don't... I don't remember the scenes. They were having a pool party in the toilet, the roaches. Yeah. All right. But, um, yeah, so I see what they're trying to do with this movie, where it kind of seems like they're trying to, like, make, make it from the beginning to be a cult, like one of those, like, after midnight horror slash comedy movies. Yeah. That kind of stand out and, like, people talk about, kind of like Tusk in a way. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think they failed um terribly, to be honest. Yeah. I, I just... I kind of wish I re- the dialogue. I kind of wish I rewatched it, but then a part of me is like, I'm so glad I didn't rewatch it. Oh, yeah, shit. the movie has like premises from like I would say uh, big, where a character has to like he stumbles upon like a this device that lets him like change his reality, and it's done very cheesy. Um, I, wait, I saw wait, you. Wait, you're you're saying all this? What genre is this? <laughs> it's this. Like, <laughs> It's a com. It's a romantic comedy okay. slash. I would say horror. Horror elements to it. What they're trying to go for, but very like sloppy. It's mm. one of those. I can't think of like modern movies they still make like this. Yeah, it's de- it definitely feels old. It, ex- it feels extremely dated. I and think it feels made for TV in a way. Yeah, it's it definitely feels like just. Let me, let me ask you something. Yeah, is it bad? Yes, the type of bad. That if you won a game of rolling die, you should assign it to the loser. It's a punishment for sure, right, Steve? Uh, yeah, really? it's definitely a punishment. Is it, yeah. is it a punishment? It's, it's, it's like... kind of a it's a punishment. But yeah. there's certain certain levels of bad. So like like I don't think you live. I just don't think like some movies are bad. Not all bad movies are, are punishment. I I would say I do I like I like watching Anton Yelchin on screen. Like I really like his because you know he's no longer. No, it's not that. It's that you miss him. I miss him, and it was sad to watch him. Dude. This is one of his last movies. Let me just double check my factor. <laughs> Star Trek was I thought was, that, that was his last. Okay, so right? this movie was made in 2014. He died when 2016. Seven sixteen. 
Yeah, 2006. Yeah, so it's up, like what right about Green the Room? I think Green Room was his last film. Green Room, Star Trek, and then there's five to five to nine or something. Five to seven. Five to seven. Let me just check here. What's his how last could, movie? How could he do that in Green Room in the same like decade? Oh, I he, think he, I th- well, he has a lot of post post Neumia stuff coming out. Uh, well, Green Room, uh, Star Trek Beyond, and some other stuff, like a bunch of stuff actually, like five other movies. Homeboy was working. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was. He was in Broken Horses, whatever that is. Dying in the Light. What are these movies? <laughs> Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> is he Nicholas Cage equivalent? Like, no, not hey, yet. Nicholas well, Cage not anymore, but at that age, man, that's crazy. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, is he just kind I of just, putting love, a movie I love out? My boy Anton, you know, since like Crazy Days. I think that's yeah. why we all love him because yeah. we're like, man, he can, he he got it. He's relatable, even though he's white. He's relatable. He's is it, the way he, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I deem this movie a certified horseshit. Woo! Yes. I, think, I think that's her first horseshit <laughs> stamp. <laughs> I did it. What's uh? Um, I signed what's, it. What's the star? Is it like uh, half, a half? Half? Well, by default, I have to give it a half. Horse, yeah, like horseshits are yeah, or yeah. half. God. If, if you guys don't mind, since we do have a little bit of time, I feel like we can break down the star rating in our, so our like, definition of what, what star rating. Like half is horseshit. No, yeah. but here's let me t- <laughs> you know what's funny about like you know what's funny about that having to go half star as a like a minimum is um th- the line gets skewed so if i set a camera in a room and just pointed <laughs> at a wall and said it was a film you have to give that a half star <laughs> i'll probably you know there's some assholes that probably give it a fucking four star and they're like that's the saying, best film i've like, seen all year just saying that to know that those people put all that work and money into it and for like <laughs> our, yeah, our scales. Well, I mean, the, you have to you have to place those scales onto categories. Like, what what are they trying to accomplish? What is the story trying to do? If mm-hmm. they fail at that, then you have to like, you have to be honest about it. See, it's easier for me to rate a bad movie, but it's really hard for me to rate a good movie. That's what I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Or like hard. movies that are like that always def- like that are on the line. Like you see potential, you see something there, but they don't execute all the right points. Uh, so I feel like it's so easy just to give a movie like a fucking half star, yeah. then, or one star if it's. Steve, bad. I got a question. What's up? Did you prefer? No, sorry. Did you prefer um, Alexander Daddario or the first girl? The first girl because I like controlling women. You like that? <laughs> okay. I, I, for some reason, Jesus. I thought you would like her more, just because she's like you know, it's kind of like blonde, <laughs> controlling white woman, and yeah, from history. <laughs> <laughs> In, mo- in movies, you in like movies, that. Yeah. In movies, that. But yeah, yeah, I got a horseshit review. Bearing the X. Nice. All right. So yeah, who wants to go next? What you guys watch? Uh, uh, who goes? You, want, you, you, want you me go? go first. Yeah, All right, I'll go. I saw... I hate this because it feels like I'm playing catch-up with mm-hmm. Sean. I feel like last time I reviewed a movie he saw like two weeks before and I'm doing it again. It's probably going to happen. It happens to everybody, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't feel bad. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you you just catch them too quick. I don't know how you do it. I can't wait. Like like movies, I just, I need to watch them. Well, I, yeah, I know. I want to watch them too, but life is meaningless and. Yeah. Oh, this got really dark again. <laughs> every, every day is a fucking... I, see, my goal is, even no matter how hectic my life gets, I want to set aside time for movies. Yeah, just... thinking about movies, for me, it's like music. Like, I have to... Mm-hmm. It has yeah. to exist. Yeah, I mean, it's the same for me, but the problem is, like, 
music is like on the train and movies is like stop what you're doing for two hours. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to do it, but like sometimes I just can't. But anyways. Yeah, what I, did you watch? I want to hear this. <laughs> I oh, could have said all that while you were in the What does everything you explain have a backstory? That's <laughs> like a build up. I can't every, wait to read your screenplay. Every, <laughs> he's like pages in. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, Tom walks into the room. It's like author's notes. Like, so there's like, Tom is a 42 year old man. Guys, guys. He's it's, been, he's <laughs> like, goes through his whole life story. Just like, is this it's a, what? It's a slow burn, all right? <laughs> You're all about the build up, huh? You're all a foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> Not much of a. Climax. Oh, man. No climax. <laughs> Anyways, I saw, without further ado, The Lion. The Lion. <laughs> no, Lion. It's a Lion, but he's putting the the. I didn't say the. Yeah, you did. He said the. He said, he said l- the. Lion. I like uh, added uh. a syllable. Um, so anyways, I saw Lion. Sean saw it. Uh, you re- thought about me? I didn't think about you. I just... As being I, the I really... Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess there's some resemblance. I feel like I've seen your baby pictures, and they're pretty on par with the the little boy in this. I don't know if that sounds racist, but I actually think there are some similarities there. <laughs> oh, uh, my God, I see a slip. Oh, my God, yes. Do you? <laughs> yes. I'll decide if it's racist later. <laughs> I'm looking at one of the, the pictures. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm not saying Indian people looked. I mean, I think that kid actually kind of looked like Sean. Let me see this photo, Steve. That's those, not a good photo. That's not a good photo, but it's just With the shit on here, his here face. Here it is. His IMDb <laughs> photo. His IMDb photo is perfect. Yeah. It, 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 I'm not yeah, going to lie. It does. Dude, it, <laughs> yeah, does. it does. It kind of like... All the photos yeah. you showed us like, like the it was same me smile. as a kid. Actually, send me a, a baby picture or a picture okay. of you when you were five. I'll put them side by side on the Instagram. <laughs> Anyways, I saw Lion. It's uh, nominated for Best Picture. Uh, directed by Garth Davis, written by uh, the the guy that's it about, actually. Or no, 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 it's adapted from his book, A Long Way Home. Uh, screenplay looks to be by Luke Davies. It's uh, starring Dev Patel, Nicole Kidman, Rooney Mara, and this precious little boy that looks like Sean, Sonny Power. Um... Did you cry, Sean? What really hit me the most, I say the, I really, it's hard to even talk about. I'm just tearing up now. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, the ending where he actually, you know, the, the resol- resolution. The resolution. Got, got made his, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a true story, but we won't really talk about it. Um, so Yeah, you should know the guy's life by now. But if you don't, line is based on the true story about Saru, a five-year-old Indian boy who gets separated from his family and eventually, um, after struggling on the streets of Calcutta, uh, he gets adopted by a family in Australia. And um, it kind of just goes from there. Um, and as an adult, he starts to really question who his real family is and he, you know, he wants answers. He wants to close all the all the uh, open ends in his life. Mm-hmm. He sets out to find his lost family. <sighs> Cried like a bitch. I did. Um, Which scene? Couple. Let's let's not spoil it for people. I want, yeah, I don't want to we, spoil it. We want them to cry on their own terms. <laughs> They're saying like this is getting. Yeah. Um, I mean the ending, and then there's like one scene in the middle that had me uh, crying like a, a 
a bitch. Like, you mean it had me crying like a bitch. Like, you could say, oh, this movie's Oscar bait, you know? Um, but it was the first movie in a while that my throat hurt. You ever get that, like, that sadness where your, like, throat swells up? No. That's something very unique to you. <sighs> really? Like, <laughs> like, you're holding back tears so much that it's starting to hurt your throat? Oh, I don't, the I, thing I, is, I rarely cry during movies. Yeah, because you're a fucking... I'm heartless. ...machine. I'm a, I'm a robot. El- I love Hello. movies that make me cry. It's, like, the reason I watch movies. Really? Is yeah. that... Oh, I, damn. I love crying. <laughs> Fucking cut that out as a snippet. Oh no, man, we're fucking good. This is gold. It's staying up? in. What? You snot up and cry? No, I mean I, I do a pretty good job. <laughs> like like ta- my my girlfriend Tavish, she'll be crying. Um, I'll be I'll do a good job at not sounding like I'm crying. So she'll have to look over and see mm-hmm. the uh, the glistening in my eyes to see that I'm actually oh. crying. Oh God. What a um, strong, what a strong man! And sometimes no it's dark, and she's like really trying to inspect whether or not I'm crying. Usually, I am. I just don't show it uh, through, you know, noises. So, so what did what do you think of this movie? What did you like? What um, do you don't? What do you, what do you don't like? Like the, there's the really all right. So I'm just gonna come out and say it. There's really not much to not like. Okay. Um, if you hate this movie. I mean, you probably think, you are a terrible person. I mean, I don't know. You're probably pretentious. You probably thought it was Oscar bait, um, and you kind of you view things like that. Um, you, you have no respect for you know filmmakers, shit like that. <laughs> um, you're a horrible person. So my favorite thing about this film, yeah, is how the story is told through pacing. Okay, it never seems to like cut you short. Mm-hmm. You, you ever watch um like biopics or like any any story that's like I'm very iffy about biopics for right, me. All right, so not not a biopic. Let me rephrase that. Uh, what what what? It, just real quick though about biopics. Like what what are you trying to? I'm like, gonna support? give you another example. A film where uh, a character goes through a lot of ages. Mm-hmm. Um, and and do you feel like I feel like in some of those movies you I, miss out a little you, bit. You want more. You know, the, say there's a boy who's five, you move yeah. on when he's 15, and you, you feel like you didn't get attached enough to the five-year-old? Oh, okay. I know what you're saying, because, and I think that was a perfect example. The first one was biopics. They do that a lot, where they just, like, hit these little moments. Yeah, yeah. Because they're trying to build up to this one part of the film. It, it, honestly, the, the layers in a biopic are just kind of, like, there to get to the point in which you know, the crux of the story yeah, is, yeah. like, really there, you know, like, oh. And, and something about that makes me, like, I'm, like, a kind of a completionist. I really like to, you know, know the answers. Yeah, sat- get that satisfaction. So the satisfaction. And this movie satisfies. Like, um, like I said earlier, it's about a five-year-old boy. Um, you would think that this movie is going to be, like, you know, 30 minutes about the boy and then cut to his adult journey trying to mm-hmm. retrace his past but it's not mm-hmm. it's actually um quite brilliant um i i think like you were really get involved in every part of the uh the story it never okay. cuts you short and um i was fucking hooked the cinematography whew, masterful I mean, it's beautifully shot nothing crazy like no no gimmicks but they, but they did what they were able to do like the basics right. They got yeah. all the basics right, and when they like executed perfectly, yeah, no, um, no, no crazy camera movements, just like yeah. beautiful framing. Um, they got the shots they needed, you know. Yeah, and all just looks beautiful, and um, a lot of like 
crazy cool shots of India and okay. Uh, so yeah, it really paints the uh, the picture well. Um, okay. No matter what part of the story it's telling, it's it's pretty pretty great. It slows really down like a little the score bit too. Yeah, the score. Yes, I was going to mention that too. The score is awesome. A lot of strings, a lot of like. Uh, yeah, and like some of, some of the moments in like uh, the beginning of the film with the little boys, you know, getting lost and separated from his family. Uh, the score there is like heart wrenching. Scored by uh same dude who scored like crazy. Yeah. Oh, like crazy is getting tied in a lot today. Yeah. Um, it slows down a little bit once Saru becomes an adult. Um, but it's like just as like it's not as interesting, obviously, because he's you know he lives a privileged life. He was yeah. adopted. Um, but I mean, it, it's still pretty uh pretty moving. Okay. Uh, let's see what else do I have to say. Yeah, I I really. What do. would you all in all? What would you like? Just one sentence to encapsulate the movie, and then also give us like like a score. Um, grab some tissues. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> if you like adventure films, like this is like the most well done you know, one I've seen in a while. Okay. Um, I kind of wish I was adopted so that I could like do that. <laughs> it, um, it, India looks brutal, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I realized that like if I was adopted, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like fucking. <laughs> It wouldn't be me like flying to a foreign country to retrace my steps, just like a trailer <laughs> the same park, time. <laughs> a trailer park on the other side of town, probably. <laughs> Fucking a, Dad, is that you? <laughs> Pops open a beer. Who are you, um, son? <laughs> all in all, it's a it's a masterful film. I after seeing like after hearing about all the films like La La Land and. And uh, Moonlight, and after seeing Moonlight, I wondered if Line was a contender. Um, it did seem kind of like Oscar bait. I thought it'd be like, you know, I thought it'd be like one of those films that sounds great, but, you know, not that great. Uh, I think it exceeded my expectations. Um, I think it's definitely uh, definitely worth the uh, the hype. and It, it, it could have won Best Picture. Mm. Right. If if it beat Moonlight and I watched it, I, I probably wouldn't like. Argue. Go, I probably wouldn't be mad. I'm looking at the nominees this year. I've seen all. Okay, I've seen La La Land, seen Arrival, seen Lion. Didn't see Hello High Water. Didn't see Hidden Figures. Saw Moonlight. Saw so, I saw Hello High Ridge, Water. Hacksaw Ridge, Masters by the Sea. Hello High Water. I didn't see really Fences. Good. Fuck that movie's good. So I got Fences, Hello High Water, and Hidden Figures. Yeah, it's a complete. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, remember we were talking about a couple episodes ago? I think Moonlight can rival what I thought could have been the best picture, Manchester by the Sea. I think I would prefer, like if I, if I was yeah. doing yeah, the yeah. picking, I would pick I, Moonlight. I think I like Moonlight better um, than uh, Lion, but Lion's a contender for sure. So you think yeah. every every Oscar pick deserved being there? Like it wasn't I like... Know, I didn't see them all. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, I'm just saying <laughs> like the, the ones, ones you I have saw, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm asking. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, well, yeah. I have to I have to make my way through. I haven't. I'll honestly, go ahead. And, um, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't There's know. only really one movie. I would say probably don't deserve a best picture, even the nomination. Even though I liked it a lot. La La Land. No, that definitely deserves a nomination. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. I wouldn't say it deserves a nomination. Maybe like best 
like action scenes or whatever category but they have as, for that. as a movie I mean, yeah i won't say as a whole yeah i've heard that from uh from other people too mm-hmm. uh I, I gave this movie a four and a half out of five uh, nice the half star the half stars because dev patel is way more attractive than the actual guy oh really yeah that's rough i mean that's just like <laughs> i give this movie a perfect score i think it's because i'm indian I don't know. You felt it, you felt it. To, be, yeah, to felt... be honest with you, it kind of is a perfect movie. I, I teeter between four and a half and five. I mean, it's weird because I gave Moonlight five, and I think I like Moonlight better, so I gave this a four and a half. But really, I think they're probably You're both five. This, yes, worse. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's good though. All right. Did you hear about that whole controversy of uh, Dev Patel when the movie came out? What happened? He was like no. talking trash about Trump and the whole Muslim ban because he was also caught up in the ban. He wasn't able to fly. I think he was stuck in the U.S. or something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. But um, oh, wow. he, he got a lot of flack for that. Talking Why? About, talking about Trump, man. You can't do that. What are you talking about? Every fucking movie <laughs> star know. known to man was doing that. I have yet to meet one person who says, like, Trump, he's a good guy. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a few. Ted Nugent. Um, <laughs> Sean Hannity. I don't know. Oh, Steve, God. what you watch? Uh, so I'm just going to throw out two quick ones right now. I don't like to make my reviews or my menu reviews too long. Uh, so I rewatch What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, it's one of those films I can always go back to, and I know for a fact I'm going to get a really, really great laugh out of it. What We Do in the Shadows is just a mockumentary. Have you about, seen the show? Have you seen this? No, I've. Uh, you have to. See you have to see it. Yeah. If if you lose, I'm just already going to say it now. Okay. I'm giving. You- I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'd like I'd like some good homework. Yeah, that's the, like dude, the best <laughs> scene when they're sitting around the table and they're having the meeting. He's like, you're a cool guy. Yeah, well, well, I'm, I'm glad, glad I'm a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm a cool guy. He's like, that's not the point. Uh, do the dishes. Uh, it's you a guys great... aren't selling this to me. Dude, you All gotta right. watch it. So I'm gonna put it just in this. I'm gonna keep it really simple. It's a mock. It's it's a mockumentary just about four vampires living in a flat together in New Zealand. And I, it's I just understand. like I've seen the trailer and stuff. It's I know just it is. it's but it, you watch the trailer and you don't understand. I feel like you get it, but when you start watching it. It's so well done. Like, like they have like these horror sequences. Everyone's humor is so well. It's balanced. like so Everyone's spot on. Yeah. And like they have like these moments where they're like they let the camera sit on the person for like just a second long than they like longer than they should, and it's just like it's just like when a normal person gets really awkward in front of a camera and they just start like smiling or they just do something, and yeah. you're just like you have to laugh. And it has that yeah. fly of the Concords humor to it as well. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely that uh, dry humor. So, I mean, it's a rewatch for me in our old podcast, me and you did. That was yeah, actually our first episode. episode. Was it? That was our first oh, episode. Yeah. Uh, and I gave it a five out of five. I thought it was like perfection. Like, I just thought like they couldn't, there's nothing they could have changed. I would agree. As a comedy? Yeah, as a, as a comedy, it's perfect. And also like rewatching it, like it just, it stays. It hits the points it's supposed to hit. Uh, so I'm going to keep its score as a, where it's at. Uh, and then also... Uh, just to throw it out there, I also watched Captain Fantastic. Or fucking just treading on. Well, that's good though. It's good to hear everybody's thoughts. Uh, God, man, this movie has a lot of heart. I I, th- I really think so. I think it's just it's one of those stories. I actually, I like, I thought about this movie today. Weirdly, really, yeah. uh, I thought about it today too. What? Yeah. Did you see it, Sean? Yeah, yeah, I did okay. a whole review on it. He's oh, a, really? He's, he does all the reviews we do, but two weeks before. <laughs> yeah, so like he basically pizzas <laughs> oh, yeah. to the punch. I, I just, 
I'm, there's not really much to say other than this movie has a lot of heart. It's I think it's beautiful. Do you agree there's, with his teachings and his morals and his uh, way of life? I think that Eagle it, Morgan's character. I think it's a great. Obviously, it seems a bit extreme, but I, I his idea. Mo- I think the movie is about um, whether or not you should do that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's I it's mean. like conflicting like parental beliefs and like is like I understand what he's trying to do, but it's just there's limits. Yeah. And, this movie and, also and it's has like a... confronting his own limits, and I think that's what the story's about too. Like him realizing that what he's doing to his children aren't. I understand why he's doing it because he loves them, but on the flip side, this control that he has over them and this like the pressure he puts on them is exactly the same thing he's doing, or like what other parents do in the real world. Yeah, he's like, just... he's trying to not do something by doing it. Exactly, yeah, and yeah. it's him realizing that throughout the story, or not even at throughout the story. It's like him realizing near the end, and but all in all, I think this movie is really great. Like I, I thought. It hit just a lot of emotional beats. It wasn't, it wasn't preachy by any means. Like the story. Where hit like you get, the most? What scene? Uh, I think the I think the most brutal part of the movie was it's probably I, the I, one I, where everybody. Well, I don't want to spoil. I don't yeah, want to spoil, spoil it because. Uh, but I would say it's near the end. Uh, and he's driving a bus. Yeah, and he's driving yeah, a course. bus. Yeah, and it's not because it's just coming from just not knowing that how the way that affects a parent. But I think honestly, that's what it is. Exactly what it is. Like it's like knowing how the way this affects a parent. Like it's just like that's that's all. That's literally his life. That's his legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, I love yeah, this don't, movie. Don't spoil it. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a great film. I think people should go out out of their way. It's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It's for, if you have Prime, it's free. You should definitely watch it. Take like take two hours out of your day. It's definitely worth it. Uh, I gave it a four out of five. Easy. And uh, uh, Easter egg. You see Vigo's dick again. Oh yeah. Yeah. We got a nice, nice look at it. Good bush, too. Keep in mind, this is a family comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a family comedy. I feel like I failed to mention that. I was did just you, so excited to talk you, about uh, it. Did you, like, you agree with my what I said uh, a couple weeks ago where I was like, it's dark humor, but it's, like, disguised as light humor? It's weird. Yeah, the trailer yeah. makes it seem like that, definitely. Yeah. A lot of well, the I things... mean, even in the film, I think they make dark humor seem light. It's weird. Yeah, I mean it's it's. I feel like the humor they use is all the real. Last scene, I mean, yeah, it's it's all real. I laughed at the last scene. Yeah, it's, it's all. It seems like very real, like what people would say. Yeah. But we have this filter that we always put up. Uh, so definitely love this movie. Okay. I watched two great movies. I'm I'm so happy. Nice. Yeah. I watched a rewatch and then I watched something new. I was gonna just watch Swiss Army Man because it's on Prime right now. You know, you I've it? tried to see this movie six times. And Swiss you, Army Man? And you, and you failed? I'm almost done with it. <laughs> with Swiss Army Man? Yeah. I actually went and saw it first. first time? I saw it at sleep. theaters. Second time, you guys were playing video games, and I came out of the room, stopped it to play. Uh, third time, took a nap. Fourth time, had to jack off. Uh, fifth time, <laughs> uh, Emily came home and wanted to get dinner. Uh, sixth time... I thought you were going to say something else instead of the DI. Dude, every time, I watched 20 minutes of it. So eventually, I'll see the whole thing. That's weird. From what, uh, honestly, like quick, like thoughts so far. Do you um, want to keep watching more, or are you just? Yeah, like, I want to keep watching. Okay, there's one scene in that. It's that my make, life goal. To me, that makes the whole movie. <laughs> but I say we talk about. I'm probably it. not even there yet. Honestly. Yeah, you yeah. should. We'll we talk sh- about it when then, you guys both see it. Yeah. I'm, oh, I've already seen it. I want to rewatch it. Oh, that's what I want to do today. I want yeah. to rewatch it, but I was right. like, no, I should watch something new. 
Sean's going to finish it. We'll All talk right, about so, it. I say we jump into our, our well, review. I didn't do a review. Yeah, he didn't do a review. Me and you have been talking this whole time. Oh, you oh, did man. do a review. It's just that oh, yeah. you're doing another one. I'll, I mean, I watched a bunch of things this week. I'll, uh, I'll drop, I'll just drop the names of the ones I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> I watched the other, the other woman. I watched the Bye Bye Man. Oh God! Please talk about the Bye Bye Man. There's not much to talk about the Bye Bye Man. <laughs> to be, it, it, I would say it's not horseshit. I didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Um, not. It's not original. And the characters are very, very cut and paste. Um, I gave the Bye Bye Man two stars. Mm. Um, so yeah. But as promised, I watched the Discovery. Now, Ooh, this is a yes. We all promised we'll watch. I tried it. to watch this. You guys my, watch? My I, internet went out. No, so I, didn't I watched watch. Lion because I, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's the new modern day excuse. Yeah. My internet. No, I legit don't re- have real internet yet. I ordered it. Oh, yeah. today. Oh, and it's coming in the mail like in a few days. No, they're gonna come out <laughs> and stop. But yeah, what's uh, what's going on with this thing? Discovery. So this, uh, if you don't know it, the Discovery is one of like many soon to be Netflix feature releases. I think it's like probably one of the first. They've done a bunch. Beast of No Nation. Yeah, they did Beast of No Nation. They Which did was great, uh, I thought. a bunch. They have a whole series lined up with um, what's his name? What's his name? Um, uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, and his production, Happy Madison production. So of they're course. doing like a bunch of stuff with that. Um, they had a, a big one last year called Anti Life. I don't remember, but uh, yeah, the Discovery. Um, I would say the the Discovery is probably one of the most interesting one they've released since they started doing these uh features. Mm-hmm. It is a British American um like a co production. I would say maybe. Produced by two different companies, but yeah, the Discovery stars Rooney Mara, Jason Segel, and Robert Redford. Robert Redford actually plays Jason Segel's father in this movie, which is pretty odd. <laughs> Jason Segel actually plays uh, a very serious person in this film, which is kind of different to see. I've never seen him in a role like this. And the film is essentially a sci-fi movie. And without giving anything too too much away, uh, the plot is basically centers around Robert Redford's character and he is a scientist doctor who discovers that his studies prove that there is an afterlife. And the way he proves this is by detect detecting uh energy that is released when a person dies. And if energy is still, you know, being measured after someone dies, there's there is afterlife technically. And eventually he also proves that Boy, people have tried this. In real life? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they have. But uh, yeah, so he's successful in the movie. And he also, the plot centers around Jason Segel going back to the island that is located in Rhode Island. And the movie starts off with Jason Segel on the ferry. And the island kind of reminds you of something that you would see like in a Silent Hill game or Resident Evil or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where it's very dreary. Uh, Robert Redford works in the like a mansion estate that kind of seems like there's shady shit going on inside, and it's kind of cult like. His employees they all wear like colored uniforms, different colors means different levels of yeah. the group, and it's essentially a cult, which he denies. So Jason Siegel goes back to kind of convince his father to stop all these experiments and all these studies because uh, once he proves that there is an afterlife, people are actually commit the suicide rate goes up. People are killing themselves. A lot of his staff have killed him, killed themselves. Uh, the movie starts off with them doing an interview with Robert Redford and like this famous broadcasting station. And one of the crew member, member shoots himself on 
on film. Um, so yeah, the movie takes place from there. Now, this movie does have a lot of twists and turns, so I'm not going to jump into any of those, but right off the bat, I would say the premise, very interesting. Of course, I, you're, I mean, it sounds great. Yeah, the premise is super int- intriguing. I I like the look of the movie. It's black shot mirror. beautifully. What is, I was saying it could be like a Black yeah, Mirror Yeah, it sounds episode. like a Black Mirror it's episode. almost like a Black Mirror-esque um, type of plot. Uh, it it is it was refreshing to see, see Jason Siegel play a role like this, but it's, it gets off put in at times because he does inject his type of humor, which kind of takes you out of the plot okay. and what the, his character is supposed to be. Yeah, what are you trying to do, Jason? So you're always going <laughs> to yeah. be the fucking there is there guy. is an element of the movie where he kind of that he has this like romantic relationship with Rooney Mara, but as two actors and two characters. They don't seem fit in at all. They have absolutely no chemistry. And you're supposed to buy that these two people are slowly but surely falling for each other. Yeah. And once they actually do connect, it's, it's very, like very out of left field. Yeah, it's like, a, yeah. uh, I don't know about this. But what, like I said, this movie does have a lot of twists and turns. There's a lot of reveals. There's a lot of tw- uh, there's a lot of um, deception in the plot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I assume you guys, since it's very easy accessible, you will watch it. Oh, definitely. I just looked this up. I didn't know this, but he also directed uh, the one I love, and that's a great sci-fi like romance. That's the that's the brothers. one with yep two plus. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. Uh, so have you watched that? Nope. I would you say, definitely I would check say it out. now that you mention this, I didn't know that it does fall into that style that the movie carries. And I could see it gets how a little dark, doesn't it? Yeah, it gets pretty dark. But here's the thing: like I said, the 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 basic premises movie, super interesting. I loved it. I would like mm-hmm. to see it explored more within the plot. But they kind of fizzle it away towards the end. Okay. And the end has this resolution, which you know, it's not a spoiler. It's just it's it's foreshadowed within the entire film of this genre. Okay. And the way they kind of resolve it is super unoriginal. It's like they took. They they stole elements of like Twilight Zone movies oh. where they kind of just like flipped everything okay. and you're like oh okay so they're actually on the moon or, <laughs> you know something like that or spoiled what they, it yeah but it was something like that uh, it was very I mean un- it was very uninspired I would say at the ending yeah I and mean the ending kind of throws it off for me and w- with their relationship the re- their relationship kind of boils down to them basically he Jason Siegel's character is preventing her suicide. Oh, okay. And that's one of the main plots of the movie because, um, and she goes to this island because this is where a lot of these people are located. This kind of cult-like following that the uh, Robert Redford's characters have. Um, but yeah, uh, I gave this movie. What the fuck did I give this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a uh, two and a half. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I was very disappointed. Besides the 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 inter- interesting plot, doesn't really have much. Uh, I wrote great. Green concept that ultimately comes crashing down in a high, highly unoriginal resolution that we've seen way too many times before. Mm, yeah. It's a shame. Sounds cool. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, then. I'm a sucker for like stuff like this. It sounds interesting. Uh, I mean, like... Uh, and let's like talk a, about plot holes. Really quick, plot holes in this movie. Countless plot holes. Once you guys watch it, you'll, we'll talk yeah, more about yeah, it. We should, yeah, we should all yeah. watch it and then talk about it a little bit more. But this sounds like... You know, science fiction movies always have this weird thing with me as well. Like the in, the concept can be so interesting. Like, oh wow, the the idea behind it. Like, I think the movie that Harvey uh, assigned me was I think it was advantageous. And I like the idea. I like where the story was going. But I think the acting 
and other elements kind of bogged it down where I was, became very uninterested yeah. in the whole idea. You gotta have, you, gotta have you, you have to have all these elements. Like no matter how interesting these, the story can be or how interesting the idea could be, you have to have all these elements that can back it up. And it just honestly kind of got to the point where I wish it ended at a certain point. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this movie to end. And, and it should never feel that way. You know, you should never feel like, all right, well, I don't know why we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, uh, overall, this movie was a letdown. Like, the whole film, they're teeing you up for this resolution of your, your, your sex up there is a twist. And, you know, you're trying to guess it. But at certain points in the movie, you forget that because they inject this romance into this movie that's, like I said, it's kind it shouldn't of be of, there. Yeah, it shouldn't be there. It's kind of out of left field. And you don't buy it, and they kind of like they kind of stray away from the plot, which is probably the most interesting thing about the movie. They don't really explore that element of Robert Redford's character and his experiments, mm-hmm. which I was hoping they would. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to justify my two and a half star, which I still stick to. Two yeah, and no. a half. I mean, if, right. if you don't, if you don't like it, you don't, I mean, if you're not offended, it. I was offended. <laughs> offended, I feel like it's like a one because I was so excited for this movie, and like, yeah, it just, I know you're like, we should do this. Next. Yeah, yeah. you were pretty, you were pretty excited about it too. It's probably was, better than Ghost in the Shell, though. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, well, Ghost in the Shell, I gave it one star. Yeah, I gave yeah. it a one as well. Okay. All right, well, uh, I guess that'll uh, push us into uh, our next. Yeah. Shaw looked at the time. He was like, brutal. How how, how, uh, how deep are we? I don't know. We're probably know. Like 45 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's being generous. Um, so let's jump into uh, the uh, Anne Hathaway monster film, Colossal. She's the monster. So let's talk about Colossal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, give tell, us some why don't you tell us about it? Well, I'm sure. just going to read you, like I always do. The yeah, synopsis. make it quick. You know, you saw yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> A woman discovers that severe catastrophic events are somehow connected to the mental breakdown from which she's suffering. Director is Nacho Vigalondo. Oh, Writer, he, Nacho Vigalondo. Is stars. he related to Nacho Libre? Um. No, my guys are telling me no. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Is he related to the food, nachos? <laughs> mm, I see. He might like nachos. Mm. He probably eats nachos in the movies. God, we have nachos. went off the rails completely <laughs> in right, this sorry. episode. <laughs> All right, who's this starring? We got Anne Hathaway. We got Anne Hathaway's. We got Jason Stecky's, And we got Austin Stowell. Okay. Mm. Um... All right. Well, I'm actually really curious to what you guys think about this movie. Yeah, I feel too. like the opinion is going to be polarized here. It's one of it's one of those movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I think that uh, I feel like it's going to be another like I feel like it's going to be another life incident where it's just okay. like no, everyone I, has like I different. Like, I feel like varied... there's a possibility that this could vary more than life. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's start with you. Start with me. Yeah. yeah. Start with you. All right. So this movie. Who? I'm, I'm ner- oh. On paper. Yeah. Just say what it's about. Really quick, really quick. I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. Nacho Vigalondo's IMDb picture is the funniest thing you'll ever see. <laughs> I'm on it. I'll show you guys right now. Sure. You guys listen. Look up Nacho Vigalondo's IMDb photo. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking his shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Okay. Poor Nacho. Why are you so angry, Nacho? Um, so anyways, uh, on paper. So explain, like say... Uh, you had to explain this to a producing company. Hmm. How the fuck? I see where you're getting. I see how the getting. fuck do they not chase you out of there? Yeah. Like, so you have to bring like a good script with you. Um, and I mm-hmm. think that's what happened here. It's a pretty good script. 
I think, yeah. I, I think they 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 sold them. Well, the the these type of ideas of indie esque movies of this nature do sell. Yeah, <sighs> I think it does. So. Is, I, I think this one's like a big leap, though a big leap. I, I know what you're talking about. Those indie films like that, uh, but this is a giant leap to me. No pun intended. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> fuck. Uh, the theme of this film. So there's a theme to this film. Aside from all the other stuff, I gotta tell you, I could do without it. It's pretty heavy-handed. I think the film, it's it's a stretch when it tries to to convey this theme. So I ignored it and just embraced the ridiculous premise of this film. Yeah. If you haven't seen the trailer, I think that in the trailer they show that um, Anne Hathaway is somehow um, uh, her her actions are being uh, manifested manifested by this giant monster who is attacking uh, Seoul, South Korea. Yeah, uh, she she somehow finds out that um, there's somewhere in the middle of this movie there's an explanation, but yeah, the explanation that's the most is ridiculous yeah, that's part. the part where I'm just like, um, you know what, I'm just gonna take it as is. Yeah, so I so what I did. Uh, about halfway through, I chucked out all the uh, the ideas of this movie meaning something. Mm-hmm. Threw it right in the garbage. and just strapped in and went for a ride. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, because otherwise it's tone deaf. I mean, it, it, to me, it, it just doesn't work. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I think it's, like, easy to do that, and I feel like that was their goal, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. It it gives me hope about writing films because I get hung like I was saying earlier. I don't like telling people the film, you know, like that I'm writing uh, because yeah. I get hung up on it. I get hung up on like little details about a character. Yeah, I try to avoid plot holes that might not make any sense. Okay. Um, I I try not to like when it, when it comes to character development, I try to like do it so meticulously that there's like no like a. Uh, questions no, asked yeah no one's saying anything at the end like oh yeah. but wait and then, and then this film comes along and it's like well fuck you don't need any of that stuff this this film uh pretty much says fuck all that i'm just going to be entertaining you know um because it, it's just ridiculous um well all right, let's let's start off with the things we like then i guess did we did we like anything did you did you like or you like anything? there's one particular millennial i really joke. i really like even though well, I'm not going to say too much about his character, but Jason Sudeik, his, his character evolves throughout the movie from what you see in the trailer. But I still enjoy him on screen. Being I this, enjoy him on screen. He's never played a character like this. Yeah. And it's enjoyable to watch him I, portray somebody. I, th- I think yeah. I think I agree. I think, honestly, the, the best part about this movie is, all right, first, I think the concept, I like the whole idea. It's so obscure and weird that I like it. I'm like, okay, I can fuck. Like, this is something that I would love to write. Or I can see this in a comic book. Or I can see this some like this something. This is one of those things I wouldn't fathom writing because I didn't. I, I didn't think it could work. And then, and then on top of that, I liked Jason Sudeikis how the way he like literally it's just complete and utter like one eighty. Like you just comes yeah. out of left field. Which, and you're like, which in a but sense, but it works. Is, which is in a sense kind of um, doesn't make any sense. It, it does work though. It works on screen. Because and if you're strapped into a comedy, yeah. I think no. Wait, I think, what, are you, I think what, are you, what are you saying works. I say his how the way. Don't like spoil he, anything. It, it's hard you know? to it's hard to talk about because you don't want to spoil it because I think the whole idea his of this movie shift? his character shift okay. because you're like because that's the way people are in real life you, you they're perceived in one way even yeah. so from you what should, you kind of find out 
in somewhere towards the end, or not even the end, I would say probably the beginning, going towards the third act, his character's not much of a shift to begin with. It, he was always that person, was, as yeah, we learned. Yeah, there's, there's foreshadowing, so, yeah. So, for me, this movie kind of relies on a one-trick pony type of plot, and in, the concept is so original that it doesn't work throughout the movie. They're relying so heavily on this basic premise of them trying to come up with an idea as filmmakers yeah. of something being so creative, but it in their ide- uh, their own ideology of how mm. it works in the movie, it it fails at that. Okay, and it relies too heavily on that. I think. Um, yeah, I would say the same thing. I feel like I wrote down something similar. But their their reveal of the explanation should have been left out completely. It yeah. kind of throws you off, and because it just raises a ton of questions that mm-hmm. doesn't. I don't think they even have the answers for it. The filmmakers do. Yeah, it's definitely a Deus Ex Machina kind of thing. And that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I want to write films where I have all the answers to all the characters. And you're saying that these guys probably don't have all those answers, and they fucking wrote it anyway. Yeah. And they made it. There's a couple things I wanted <laughs> to talk about that's not spoilers, in my opinion, okay. that yeah, don't yeah. really make sense to me. I want to talk about things that don't add up. Like, for example, there is a scene. Well, okay, Anna Hathaway's character, she's kind of an alcoholic. She goes back home. She meets Jake and Sedeckis and his uh, crew out there. He owns a bar. Every night they drink at the bar after uh, after hours, and they kind of hang out. Um so she kind of have this when she's kind of drunk she i guess she develops like a feelings for one of the friends mm-hmm. which is weird because she have no real reason to really be into this this character because he's really not her type they, they there's no scenes of them interacting i don't think she has feelings i think honestly i, I, would, I, th- I, I think say she, that, that i had any problem with that yeah because i don't think there was actually any feelings there i think there. she's one of the fuck yeah them. i think i mean and i think it just shows that i think for a woman You've never wanted a, a woman, girl like, that wasn't your type? Yeah, like, it's just like, no, she's like, no. oh, wow, I find I this person around. attractive. Like, it has nothing to do with their personality. It's just like, oh, I find them okay. attractive and I need... When I was younger, I used to hang out dick. with girls that were clearly not my type, just because I thought I might, you know. No, no, it's just like, you, you, you know, it just... I don't think people need a reason sometimes. Sometimes they're like, I want to have sex. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. going to have sex. I, I would say... I- yeah. I would so, agree. There's also another thing. There's yeah. also a part in the movie. Maybe you guys can explain it to me. That doesn't really make sense, mm-hmm. even within the, the her little reaction of no, no. Uh, when that character delivers a truck full of uh, furniture to her house, and she kind of looks at the furniture and she just kind of breaks down and she's super confused. She runs over to Jason Segel's house, who actually gave her the furniture. And you're thinking that there's going to be a reveal because her reaction to the furniture arriving is so out of place because it's almost like she comes to a point of realization what's going on and what his character is trying to do. So she goes over there and there's a shot of his house. They go into his house and it's kind of revealed like he's a hoarder, like an extreme hoarder. Uh, And they do some shots of in the house as like with all this bullshit that he had. They don't talk about it. So you're thinking, okay, there's a reveal here. So maybe you're... Harvey made a good point. He said he thought when that scene um, was playing, he thought that he was uh, he was uh, going to kill himself. That's why he's giving her all this stuff. My idea was he was stalking her all these years, bought all the stuff. Because remember, she says uh, yeah. someone bought the house, her house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he bought all the stuff and he's slowly giving her back all this shit. And that's why I thought the reveal was that he's a little bit more crazier than what she assumed. Yeah. But they'd completely brush over all those like plot points. You know what's funny about this movie about is like I think I think something like this happens every fifteen minutes. They brush over something and you forget about it because it's like of a, a certain entertaining aspect. Yeah. And I think 
uh, there's and a lot of shit that gets brushed over, and you don't. And, it's hard to recall because it so much is like happening. And you're just yeah. like, do I take this film seriously or do I not? I mean, I think with this film in particular, I was like, uh, when I was watching it, uh, there was a lot of things, especially with the male characters, a few like the lead, her, and then dealing with like a lot of the male characters. Is that you see like a lot of the idiosyncrasies, like or just like. The things that men can do sometimes that seems a little fucking crazy. The pull, that's the thing. It's hard to talk about this movie without revealing a lot because there's stuff that these male characters do that affect what happens next and why he's doing these things he's doing. And it, it's like, it's really, I feel like we can have, I think we should have a spoiler discussion maybe at the end and just talk about it a lot more because it's one of those things that mm, yeah. I can't, I can't talk about it or explain without revealing what is happening previously to that scene because it is a reveal and you realize who he is as a character. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's analyzing the flaw of men and I think honestly, I, I, I don't want to spoil it, but I think it's all about, not all about, but I feel like a, a lot of the problem with these male characters, especially like the two mains that we, we see are control. A lot of it has to do with control. Oh, yeah, it's a big, it's a big thing. In oh, this, like, yeah. and, that, and that's what it is. Like, I think that's a whole point of this movie. It's one of like, the big themes in the film, but I mean, it's, it's control. So, uh, so ridiculous that I don't really. Uh, it is, don't, yeah, it could be jarring it's also about sometimes. Man versus so. uh, woman as well, mm-hmm. and that's what the film. Like, I think that's one of the biggest metaphors in the movie. Yeah. You know, they replicate that by actual monsters. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, to me, just like the basic plot of the movie is kind of a misfire in how they deliver it throughout the entire movie. I can see that, and I, it, I think it, I agree with you. It's supposed comical, but it gets dark. Like as the characters their their characteristics shift, it gets kind of awkward and dark and frustrating. I would say. I I actually, you know, I think I might have to disagree in this aspect. It's like I actually in the first half of the movie when it was a little bit more lighthearted in its approach and a little bit a lot of the jokes kind of miss but as like the movie shifts to a little bit more darker tone a lot of the things that were happening i kind of found funny in a way Mm -hmm. and i think i enjoyed the movie more because it kind of went to this little bit darker area because i didn't think it was going to get there i didn't even think it was going there at all i thought it was going to be this like lighthearted indie comedy you know about this woman yeah it's yeah and it it shifts yeah and i like i like that aspect more rather than the lighthearted comedy because a lot of the jokes in the beginning weren't hitting for me. There was like no, they there, weren't. Yeah, there was a lot of parts where like she had these moments where she would get like drunk, she would fall asleep and then she'll wake up and like I found that kind of like you know I got a couple chuckles out of that because yeah, it's, I feel like it happened to everyone. There's but. one joke that you know any theater you see this in people are gonna go wild, but it's pretty good. Yeah, which fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil yeah, right. jokes, but yeah, yeah. Well, Wait, that, what are you talking about? He says one joke that it, it was an easy shot. Like it's just everyone's it just laugh like, at. Yeah, even are you talking about the mattress stuff. No, I was talking about um, a YouTube video. But um, which one is it? Oh, it's, is it a spoiler? Uh, it spoils a joke. I mean, I don't know. Oh, I just, I just probably the best you know joke in the film. I mean, and I think it's not a joke, but it's like a, yeah, yeah. I think the most negative part I would have to say is that most of the jokes were kind of a miss for me. Uh. Like yeah, there, there I is, there say is most. I'd say half. Yeah, I don't like, laugh a lot in theaters though, but they, I I chuckle inside my head. Yeah, but there was like there were some jokes like it was like I think that was a joke and I didn't get it. That, that's what happened to me and I noticed yeah, it. I think I, I I did enjoy this film. I'm gonna come out and say it. Yeah, I would I, I would agree. I uh, I 
I chuckled probably at 50% of the jokes. I thought some of the stuff was really uh, fun. I, I never got bored. I'm going to go ahead and, yeah, I never got bored. And that's after seeing Ghost in the Shell and Great Wall. Um, it's, it's kind of, you really come to appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I think, is it because we watched shitty movies previously for the last couple episodes? No. Or like, at least we watched Ghost in the Shell. So when we got this, we're like, you think oh, if thank I watched, God. I think if I watched all like Oscar bait, uh, before I would I would fucking hate this movie. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, like I said, my my biggest philosophy here is to just like uh, anything this film tries to represent, just ignore it, and just like just take it for what it is, and like laugh at these characters and, and the, kind of um, the, the situation is grand. It's it's it's. I hate to use the word interesting because after watching Captain Fantastic, there's actually a line in the movie where it's like, "It's like interesting is a bad word." You, know, oh, you should yeah, explain. Yes. You could, and that was, a, I think, that was one of my favorite scenes. Scene. That's scenes in uh, scene, uh, the yeah. film. So I caught. I caught myself. Interesting is like a blanket term that yeah, you can't really express. It doesn't. What you feel. It doesn't describe any sort of. So, so yeah. I, yeah, I would say this. I I like the concept of like how the way they took like this this like monster movie and they kind of like did something different. Uh, I mean, I agree with Sean though. There was a lot of plot, a lot of drunk, a lot of drunk driving. There's a lot, a lot of there's, drunk driving. There's a yeah. lot of things in this movie that I feel like only makes really makes like, sense to the creators and like yeah. what they think might be interesting. It, may, it makes me feel like drunk driving is okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, I would agree. There's also with you. a lot of running around that doesn't add up to the time that it equates to. Yeah, like of her running from the bar to the house, and it just doesn't make sense. Like this town seems big. Yeah, nothing makes sense, and uh, I gotta tell you, I just had to ignore it all. Nah. I think I, I think I had. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, I, I enjoyed it though. I did enjoy it as I, well. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. I had it's a one good of those movies it. that's just so smack dad in the middle, weird. Um, that you just like. I mean, it's not a weird film. It's not like a funky like. But you wouldn't recommend. Yeah, but you wouldn't recommend this movie just to any average moviegoer. Like, you recommend it to us. You're like, hey, you guys should give this um, a watch. Yeah, I feel like the average moviegoer is going to be like, this is weird. This doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. And they have great points. Yeah, it doesn't. You're right. (laughs) You're completely right. But if you like movies, if you like something just a little bit off-putting, just something different, I think it's definitely worth a watch, in my opinion. I I, I didn't completely hate it. I appreciate what they tried to do. I I don't think they quite succeeded, but um, yeah. I I wouldn't say it was a bad movie. I think what they were given or what they tried to create was was not, I hate to say worthwhile to, because to, worthwhile to gives me, it like some kind of To me, I feel like this merit. is like an idea, like a a writer or a director kind of pulls out of his ass. Like I could imagine it's, his to idea. Me, the idea to me, the idea is like the kind of idea that you would never say to anybody in person. To me, I, I just feel like <laughs> like as I mean, a, like if, someone oh, who's writing a movie is sitting there like, what can I write? Something different? Something that doesn't make sense but works on a cult level that people are going to enjoy if I put like a A-list actor in it. And you sit there like, oh, what about a girl that could control a monster but she doesn't realize it till later on in life? That kind of some, I don't know, it sounds yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot I of agree. weird shit. This, this movie, I'd say, has some high highs and some low lows. Yeah. Uh, Peaks and valleys. And, and I think this is what it always comes down to is like, I think we gave our opinions and I think we expressed our ideas, but we always had to kind of slap a score to it. And I think this is one of the. I've always have a hard time this slapping is a score. Hard one, and there's a hard one because you're just like, I didn't hate it. Like I actually enjoyed watching wow. it, 
but you don't want to give it a high score because the thing is, like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's not. I'm gonna go with my heart. What's your heart say? Well, what I'm saying is, like, I'm, I'm gonna, like, like, say you leave a theater and you have to like pull a meter, how far, you know? I just give it, yeah, how much you enjoyed it. Um, and I, I'm going with a three. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like this movie. You know what? Sean, do you have a? Can you give your final thoughts um, or like what do you think overall? It might. I don't know. I don't know. Like, god damn it! Uh, you, you don't want to give it thing. that. Wooden, Those two stars are like the big stars that I took off. Here's yeah. A, here's a, for me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rewatch it. Doesn't have a, re, a good rewatch yeah. value for me. Not the too end. Much. I thought the ending was terrible. Like absolutely horseshit. Doesn't make sense. The ending is. Probably one of the worst part of the about the movie. Yeah, you're right. It comes to a very conclusive halt, very awkwardly. Um, her character doesn't really have any like redeeming moments to her. Um, I give this movie two, maybe one and a half or something like that. Okay. Two. I I understand like everything you're stating. I yeah. completely get. And I understand. Listen, I know you <laughs> can't. Like, a movie like this, you can't just sit down and try to map out what makes sense and doesn't. But the things that they're trying to like work out, like for example, one of the the fireworks scene, the the furniture stuff, the her character enjoy the fireworks scene. I can see how people can enjoy it because it's different and it's fun to watch, and you want to see how it plays out. It's, I don't it's know. It doesn't well, work for me. It doesn't. It doesn't work well in the in the um, the I grand think, scheme of the story. I think it does as, as a standalone scene. I think it's good. Maybe I just feel like everything in this movie is pieced together poorly. I think Very I poorly. I understand where they're going with a lot of these scenes. Like because the thing I is, think I a think, lot of the scenes are strong. The problem is they're strung together poorly. Yeah, like yeah, it doesn't. I feel like, like I feel like the chapters are all like mixed around. Like yeah. you could place some of the scenes around and in that's, post, and, and that's still the weird be the thing same about thing. it is why I enjoyed it so much. The problem is I can't give it two and a half because it's too close to Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay, I, I uh, okay back to the star stuff. Three when someone gives someone or right, when I give someone a three, it's worth a, it, worth a watch. It's like I enjoyed it, didn't hate it, didn't love it. That's yeah. where a three stands for me. Okay, it's yeah, like really in the it's, yeah, yeah, it's like. And my I, three is a movie that like I I would recommend to some people, but, but I but not for all. I probably won't sit back down and rewatch it, and I probably won't recommend it to everybody. And that's where I sit at a three, and yeah. I would have to give this movie. I I gave it the placeholder of a three star. Mm. Uh, probably looking back at it, if I'm like, if I if I was gonna rewatch it, use your heart. I probably still have like the same equivalent of a good time. I just because it's one of those movies you can just watch. Maybe we missed all the explanations. We had to rewatch it. No, they're probably not there. No, it's just yeah. It's just like I don't know. I don't know why. I just I I don't hate it because I think the concept is is like there there was a there was yeah. heart there. There was something there. It's it's funny and it's times, enjoyable yeah. and it did entertain me. I think the first half wasn't as entertaining as the la- the latter half where it got really dark. And I'm like I'm like oh wow this is like now I'm kind of hooked yeah. a little bit. Like what's happening. Uh, but why don't you go ahead and uh, why don't you go ahead and rate it? Oh, uh, yeah, I said like around. It's like I would say between a two point five and a three. It'd be two point seven five. Unfortunately, letter, but I mean we're not two point box, but two point nine zero. Oh, okay, kind of. Yeah, sure. Three. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a three. I don't care. I, I like I said before, star ratings really. I don't care for them. 
I think if you listen to someone's review, you you kind of understand where they're coming from. I think like, I think my four star, I mean, or my three star holds up to like my yeah. typical rating. So there's like one, which is usually kind of like terrible. Three, which is like it's good move. It's like good, like it's there. Uh, it's you know, it's I think it's worth a watch. Yeah, well, and then a five mean, one is, like, is loved. It. One is like shit. Two is like bad. Uh, three is like good. <laughs> Four is great and five is phenomenal. Yeah, like perfect. <laughs> Fucking phenomenal. Or not, or like you think that it's it did every, it hit all the right notes for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah right. so that's my scale. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So three stars for me and Steve. We very pretty pretty highly on this. Yeah, one. it's weird. I thought we were a two, maybe what, one point seven five or something around that area. What what would Harvey give it if he was here? I mean, he's not going to redo this episode. I would probably so. give it a two. Yeah? So? Yeah. From, from what, what you explained last night. So what, you guys night. talked about the film? Or did he know he was not going to be on the... No, this is... Uh, no, yeah. he uh, he told me because we got drunk. And we're like, fuck it. We will remember anyways what we said. <laughs> you fuckers. But you remember. Yeah, I didn't, I guess I didn't get drunk you that much. You motherfuckers. <laughs> Talking about the movies insincerely on the podcast. You've been doing this the whole time? No. <laughs> we, right. we actually you know, we didn't talk about a review but we talk about everything that didn't make sense in this movie yeah. and we kind of like the stuff it. you the stuff you knew that would be spoilers yeah, yeah. So, okay yeah we talked about the things that we couldn't talk about on the show must be nice all right uh well okay yeah so um it's not like the the newest groundbreaking indie film no uh, but it's not a bad movie to me so three. if you if you like if you watch the trailer you're like well, oh that looks interesting to summarize my i i know it might sound low but I feel like this film, they try to be so original and to not really follow through with it and just being kind of just lackluster in the plot itself. Like, dealing with the stuff with the monsters, not really getting to know the monsters. I know the monsters are supposed to replicate her, but still, it's still faceless to me. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. I think the end, like the explanation, I think is the worst part of it all. I think that's like, I would agree that they shouldn't just not put it at all. I would have been okay with not knowing. I ignored that. Yeah. My <laughs> I, I think I would enjoy, I would have given this movie a three if I didn't know what the explanation is. Yeah. The, uh, or any backstory this, this of any movie, character. This movie has a good, uh, good uh, is very talented when it comes to making you forget about the shit you were like, wait, what? <laughs> what, what? What do you mean? And then it's just like, oh, okay, never mind. I bet you if I yeah if I could go back and pay more attention I could nitpick it even more, but I'd be afraid that it would lower my score. So you probably would. I'm sticking to three, and I'm never <laughs> well, watching okay, it one, again. One other thing, <laughs> I don't believe her character as an alcoholic. I don't think that's written. Oh yes, well. no, dude. The character development in general for everyone is not good. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, but yeah, I don't really believe uh, Jason Sekhi's character. Oh, he I becomes? could see it. Eh, well, who it's not he is. realistic. It's I think, not realistic. I think no. The I think, foreshadowing was so typically Hollywood, and like it's, it wasn't for me. But the rest of the film was entertaining. I actually so. did like what ends up happening. I, mean, I, li- no, I, I like it, but I mean, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Okay, there's one thing I want to mention. Fuck. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's a spoiler. <laughs> it's a spoiler. All right, we're gonna put spoilers right real, now. No, it's not a spoiler. There's a scene in this Skip. movie where he's talking to one of his friends. It's kind of funny. But it's also weird. He says, uh, am I going to have to kick your ass again? Like, when has he kicked this dude's ass before and why? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm sorry, what scene was this? When, basically when one of the friends tries to make out with Anne Hathaway. Oh, yeah. Think, this guy yeah. doesn't seem like a guy you'd have to kick his ass. Like He's he's kind of a bitch, first of all. 
He is a bitch. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. He got his ass kicked. Like, he gets pushed around. Again? Like, why is maybe he hanging that, out with this guy? It, 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 it's yeah. because he's... Fear. He's, yeah, it's fear. Like Control. Yeah, control. Oh. We t- there we go. We tied yeah, it around. it out. Five, circle. five stars. <laughs> five I mean, the film, five. yeah, is a sexual about controller. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things in this movie that just took me out of it. And uh, the, I guess that's it. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, three, three, one and a half on the cusp of two. All right. Colossal. Um, I'll give it a two just because I paid $17 for it. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> to justify the money. Honestly, I mean, but right now, I mean, there's not much out. So, I mean, you can't really go wrong if you're bored. All right. All right. What, are we talk- what are we talking about next week? We got some hot shit coming out. Yeah, hey, let's, let's talk uh, that real quick. Let's yeah. pick the movie for next week. And ceremony of our 10th episode, we'll be watching. Oh, that's sad as fuck. That is so sad, right? Well, we're watching next week because I, I already looking, know what we're watching. I was looking forward to it, our our tenth episode. I was also looking forward to the the movie coming out next week to record about, but I'm not looking forward to them being on the tenth episode. Yeah, that is the tenth. I realized that this week I was just I'm like, oh, what are we watching? Oh, son of a bitch! There's there's a, a movie I really want to see, but I know what you we're gonna it's like, see. It's like I staying know. home. It's like staying home to watch a boxing match that you really <laughs> wanted to see on your wedding. Like, no, nah, I'm not getting married. I'm gonna watch this boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's read the the new release. Yeah, well, as week. everyone knows by now, the Fate of the Furious is coming out next week. <laughs> oh, yes, son of a bitch. Um, I've been dreading this. It's by the gonna way. be like the movie that. Uh, we're gonna so it's really only fun. between two movies, Faith yeah. of the Furious and the movie I really want to see. I've been looking forward to for a year now. Eh. Uh, Lost City of Z. Eh. I think it looks incredible. I'm sure it is, but the Faith of the Furious, man. <laughs> so I guess I, just, so I, I don't want to be a, a douche and, and be typical, but I think there could be some good pod coming from that movie. All right, this is the way I see it. I stopped watching after... Fast and the Furious. This way. Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Which That's is like the worst one. That I is stopped, the worst one. I was, I was like, oh, I am done. I am done. And then um, I walked in to my roommate at the time watching Fast Five, Fast Five <laughs> which was Tom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when Paul Walker died, I figured I'd pay tribute and watch them all. And all of a sudden I'm like, why are you watching this? And I saw the ridiculous. Right like, after running scared. I was like, this is bad. Um, um all right, so I mean, I want to watch Fast. And I, I actually want, have seen all of them, so I, I want to do the. I mean, it doesn't matter. I want to do the podcast on it, but if majority rules and you guys pick the other one, it's fine. But uh, I think, my, my, I think you know, we're kind of craving for listens here. <laughs> <laughs> what if like everyone really wants to hear a review of the, what is the movie Lost City? I of think Z? we'll have a lot of fun if we watch uh, Faith and Fury. That's that's why I want to watch in a way because I don't. It's I know settled. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to, but a part of me knows it's going to be. And really you get bad. to see all the fucks who are excited to be at the theater to see it. You just get to make. That's fun actually of them. why. That's why I wouldn't want to see the movie, just because of the lines we're going to have to go through. For oh, I'm going to go at 10 a.m. Yeah, I guess we'll have to. Yeah, I'm doing. Out. I'm doing early a- morning. AMC if they're playing it. Ooh, seven dollars. Yeah, I'm not fucking with this like ridiculous line. I'm going to have to uh, go to work late just to watch this movie. Yeah, it's worth it. Because the only time I'm available is like the weekends. Yeah, but I mean, like it could be like the last one. Just tell your boss that. I'm going to have to go on yeah. Saturday morning, early Saturday morning. I am not watching yeah, this. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, well, okay. Let's we'll just explain it. why you guys should be excited for next week's review. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk our topic. I know we're, we're running See yourself with the topic you picked. Wait, was did this topic have your name on it? I Yeah, I, I made it, but you picked it. That's usually the case. You make it and we pick it. 
What the fuck? I can't be like. One of these days, we're gonna pick one of my topics. Sure. All right. So what's our uh, what's our topic? Uh, let's see. You wrote your favorite anti-hero and what defines an anti-hero. Yeah, I mean, this is there's no like gimmicks here. I mean, we all know what an anti-hero is. We can kind of just talk G- about. Give us a just a classic example of an anti-hero. I think Deadpool is a classic example of an anti-hero. Oh, I was is thinking a, like Taxi Driver. Classic. But all right. Taxi Taxi Driver would be like an actual or classic Club. movie. Fight I mean Club. like classic example in the sense of like what everyone just pictures as an anti-hero. Like sure. he is bad guy, yeah, but he yeah, does yeah. good things sometimes. <laughs> so, um, as far as like the actual definition, I mean, you can just kind of think, uh, think... Uh, a hero that doesn't have any redeeming qualities. He's not a hero. He's a protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Webster definition is a, a central character in a story, movie, or drama who lacks conventional heroic attributes, which is pretty vague. Um, to get more in depth, um, he, those qualities include idealism, courage, and morality. So this guy's your hero in the film. He's your protagonist. But he lacks morality. He lacks courage. You know, one of those things. All or he could just be a, a villain, or. a predator. So just very basic. Yeah. Um, but he's still, you know, so a what? So, so um, okay. So the, this isn't my pick, but remember what I said about John Wick is just a, a, a world full of villains? Yeah. John Wick is probably a perfect anti-hero. No, he is. I would agree. Because, I mean, he's not really doing anything good for the good of mankind. It's pretty selfish motivations. Yeah, he's just, yeah, he's he's a bad guy killing other bad guys. But he's your bad guy. Yeah, he, exactly. Uh, let's see, we can, can we pick someone out of, like, superhero lore other than Deadpool? Just pick Super- whoever you want. I'm let's, just saying, no, I'm just, like, pointing. As long as your explanation's good, Steve. <laughs> uh, as long as your I, heart is in it. So, I do have, like, two picks. I was actually looking through, like, I was like, I was like who's a good, like, anti-hero that, like, that actually fills out your category. And uh, first choice I would have to say is Fastbender in Slow West. Okay. Ooh. I think, no, I think, no, I think, no, I think he actually fills it out perfectly. Yeah. Like, all his motivations, if you haven't seen Slow West, it's a great I have. Western. Yeah. It is, I think, hands down, one of my favorite Westerns I've seen in, like, yeah, recent memory. Yeah, it's a very uh, slow down paced Western. It's not even that. The movie's actually would not very a, long. A slow Western? It's a slow-paced western. There's not much action in it at all. Yeah, it's actually very well, good. Uh, but and and that's the beauty of it. it. Actually, makes you like focus on all the death that does happen in the film. Like you know, it, even the end of the movie does this great sequence where like it shows you every single person that died. It makes you reflect on it. Uh, but I think Fassbender's character is great. He he basically takes on this young takes this young boy to meet his love, but he does it for a price. But he also has alternative alternative motives to get there because this particular love that he has, great, uh, she uh, great ending, great, uh, great movie, yeah. Good. Uh, she ends up her, her father is wanted and she is wanted as well. I don't know if they're both wanted. I know her father is definitely wanted. I haven't seen a movie in like a year, but yeah, and uh, you know he has his own motivations why he wants to do things, but. He, I think I guess he has a change of heart near the end, and uh, I don't know if that makes him more of a hero than anything. But for mm. this particular choice, I would say he's a great anti-hero. Uh, and another I think one, anti-heroes can, you know, even kind of part of their journey from anti-hero to hero, like Vegeta. Blast you, Kakarot! Yeah, that's a great one. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so what's your what's your honorable mention? Uh, this yeah, this is a weird one. 
and it's because uh, it's from a movie. Because I, again, I was just looking through Letterbox and I was trying to figure it out. Uh, have you guys seen Startup? Yes. Mm, no. Uh, Jack Jack O'Connelly. Uh, it's basically about this startup is is term that they use that in is like so English. Weird. Springs. My my oh sorry my um not to cut you off. My honorable mention is uh, it's very very similar character and film. Okay. Oh, all right. And uh, it's basically Jack That's O'Connell weird. starring. And startup is basically a term meaning that in the English prison system, when you are a juvenile, getting startup means oh you're getting God, pushed, I'm getting retarded. pushed to, to the top, like getting I, to penitentiary, like high level penitentiary. I kept thinking you were saying startup, like S T A R T. Startup. I have seen startup. It's great. It's yeah, it's phenomenal, and I think with Jack O'Connell, yeah, he he is not necessarily a hero by any means, but I think there's like I think he's just a kid who is. That's a good pick. He he's, he's just like a, yeah he's not inherently a bad person. It's just like where he was raised and everything. It's like the potential for him to be. I don't know. I just mo, I think he's mo, like the first half of the film. He's definitely an anti-hero. I mean, he's just a fucking awful person. Yeah, he's not a good. He's not necessarily a good person. But as you get to know him, everything he honestly, does, you kind of like you disagree with, but you have no choice but to side with because, him. Because the situations he's in. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the, the, he's the where best, he's at. He's the best piece of shit in the room. In the, exactly. Yeah. And I think even his dad can even, uh, another Ben Mendelsohn, Fuck he's him. in the movie. Yeah, it's great. And you know what's great about Slow West and the Ben, ben, ben Mendelsohn Slow he's, West. Dude, he's just creeping up everywhere. He's yeah, beautiful. he's great. He's awesome. Yeah, he's great. So I think he... You should watch Animal Kingdom. Did see yeah. yeah everyone's, I was also thinking uh, Mississippi Grind, too. Mississippi Grind, oh man, another it's great tough. one. Um, but yeah, All right, cool. I like pines. I like that. Place uh, Beyond the Pines is a great antihero as well with uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I. Uh, so they do pop up. <laughs> you I just do, have to follow Ben Mendelsohn. I do enjoy your pick. I like that. All right, what's you your, done? What's your show? All right, you ready? <laughs> oh um, no! So my pick, Vegeta? my pick is like an antihero, but you know what? He's Everyone's anti-hero. He's the anti-hero you want to be. He's the anti-hero inside all of us. And no, it's not Batman. It's a, it's a man. Oh, God. Named William Foster. And falling down. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've never seen this, but I've heard... God, you gotta see it. Yeah, I've heard. I know, I've you're talk- I know what you're talking it's about. It's everything I've ever wanted to be. It's It's everything you don't want to do that you want to do. Because you'll go to jail, but you still want to do it. So that's the anti-hero. He's he's not doing the right thing, but he's doing the right thing for him or for anybody. Yeah. First scene this is what he does. He's so mad at traffic, he gets out of his car and walks away. <laughs> Don't you want to fucking do that? I'm just like <laughs> fuck this I, shit. I'm not Every doing this shit today. Of my life last year, dude. Fuck. <laughs> you just want to like ruin it for everyone, like. All you motherfuckers are making me late because you're all going to work, so am I. Um, fuck this shit. Um, if you haven't seen Falling Down, it's a 1993 film uh, starring Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas plays... Robert well, Duvall, right? Uh, yeah. Robert Duvall's in it as well. It's directed by Joel Schumacher. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So William Foster is just so fucking mad. And he's me. When I'm waiting for the train... When I'm in traffic. Joel Schumacher is probably one of the worst directors ever. Yeah. It's funny because I love this film. I do. He's made some, probably some of the worst movies ever created. Some Nicolas Cage movies. 
Batman Forever? Uh, Batman and Robin? Yep. Oh, it's man. a shame. Let's not talk about this. It's a shame number 23. Falling Down is awkward, and it, it trips over itself all the time. It's a weird movie. Sorry to cut you off. Joel Schumacher has the worst, I, not IMDb, Wikipedia photo. <laughs> worse it's than kinda like, nachos? It's kind of like, like the photo you had when you were in Japan, all sweaty, <laughs> but times 10. <laughs> like, why is he all greased up like that? Yeah. Um, Look up Joel Schumacher's yeah, Wikipedia that's, that's photo. That's funny. Um, so, falling down, he, he's just mad. Um, somehow he gets a hold of a rocket launcher. I mean, it's just fucking brilliant to me. Um, there's actually, uh, it's funny though, because I hate to like talk about other podcasts and stuff, but there's another podcast that I listen to about films that brings up a scene in this a lot. And, uh, the fast food scene. No, well, that's good. So, like, he's in a fast food restaurant, and he, like, there's some violence, and, you know, there's guns involved. Um, He holds up, like, a store, and all this is him, like, on a trek to go get his daughter back from from his ex-wife, who, you know, outcasted him. He's down on his luck. Uh, Nobody loves him anymore, and he's just tired of it. He's just absolutely tired of it. And he goes on a fucking rampage around the city and every little thing. Like when I'm waiting in, like I was in Walgreens the other day and, uh, this lady was like just reading things on the package and deciding whether or not she wanted to buy it at the fucking front of the line. Go fucking kill yourself. Dude, if <laughs> I, I fucking swear to God, if I wanted to be Michael Douglas with a fucking. Uh, with a rocket launcher, just fucking blow the place to smithereens. No, I think honestly that is a fucking great choice. I think that's awesome choice because he is the definition of like the primal, primal energy. Like, I think we all have it sometimes where we have to deal with one another and we do these stupid things and we're thinking like, oh fuck it, we're not affecting any other people. And there's a great line the- in it. It's very homophobic. And I don't mean to offend anybody, but this is this is cult classic shit. the fuck <laughs> i wish see now I don't, i've never seen the movie so i have no reference to this it's some crazy army guy that he goes and gets a bunch of like artillery off of uh who sees a snow globe i think it's michael douglas i haven't seen this movie in a long time um and he just calls well he's like what's this faggot shit the um, fuck and it's Great just, 90s dialogue. Just, and the, every, <laughs> every character in this film is just so unrealistic and so ridiculous, but I still want to be Michael Douglas's character. I think that's I want to blow, blow up everything. When the train's late, I just want to shoot it with a rocket launcher. I might be, I might, like, be on a watch list for all this. Yeah, but, probably. Uh, yeah, that's my pick. Um, Runner-up. Uh, it's weird. I was actually going to say Ryan Gosling and Drive slash Place Me on the Pines. So it was weird. That Pick you, one. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Place Beyond the Pines is better. Yeah, Place Beyond the Pines is better because he's more anti-hero. Um, it's but it's also like the means in which he's doing. Something. He doesn't have as big of a transformation. Um, but in Drive, I mean, he's less of an anti-hero, but he goes through a bigger transformation. But good pick. Not not inspired picks by any means. Um, no. And I saw on somebody else's like list on Letterbox, um, they put Old Boy. 
Um, that was a good good pick too, I suppose. I think that's a great pick. I've yeah. been oh God, old boy is so good. If you haven't seen it, please, please. It's a great please. movie starring um, Josh Brolin. It. It's Asian. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Do not recommend that one. <laughs> All right, Sean, let's hear your uh, your anti heroes. All right. Well, my first main. Don't you say salad. Salad. Because like a hero. Oh, I get it. Or yeah. Salad. Okay. <laughs> you have to explain. Oh, uh, so my. Fuck, that was bad. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. <laughs> so okay, here's the deal with mine. Mine is pretty uh, popular, and I was trying to stay away from you know the the obvious obvious choices choices choices. Um, mine is actually Patrick Bateman from American <laughs> Psycho. Uh, I really enjoy his character. This is a guy I can watch. In other films, not just the American Psycho my, my franchise. My problem is he's just too anti. He, this is the thing I like about him. He's an acceptable anti-hero, and he justifies who he is by really living to his fullest and living out his dreams. And the fact that everything works out for him, I, I don't know. I really like. I really like that about Actually, this character. If, well, if you watch American Psycho two, I have seen. Oh it. my god, that's bad. Yeah, that you can exclude that. That yeah. kind of <laughs> that ruins the movie. Yeah, but I would say that's kind of like even a spin-off universe. That, that would that would be like if you took your shirt off and said I'm Steve, and I and I, then I took my shirt off and said Look, I'm Steve too. Yeah, <laughs> or you, no, you, you say <laughs> you were once Steve. I was one. <laughs> No, I just say I'm Steve too. The Steve, sequel. The sequel. Like this is what happens next. I'm yeah. sorry, so, everyone. Okay, it, For anybody that doesn't know, he's ripped. I'm fat. Now we know. I didn't know. But um, <clears throat> but yeah. If you boil down what an anti-hero is, personally, it's somebody who I root for, who is not like you know your I think typical. Might be a savior. psychopath if you root for him. I root for him because yeah, it, because <laughs> think about it, he's living out his dreams and his fantasies. And he's successful at it, even mm. though it affects people in a very, you know, graphic way. Yeah. And I think it works. Uh, there haven't been many films yeah, I mean, that's based yeah. on novels like this. That You're right. It's kind of in the vein of my, my pick. Um, yeah. The same reason that... But like I, someone exploring their id. Like yeah. they're like impulsive, just like they do it. Like I would love to blow something up with a rocket launcher because it pisses me off in public. And I would also like to fuck two hookers to Whitney Houston. So, yeah, he's living his dream. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Just kidding. Oh, see, a lot of anti-heroes are, they become anti-heroes because of what the plot they're thrust into. But Patrick Bateman was a character who, this is the person he's been before the story even kicks us off. Um, but yeah, that's why I like his character a lot. You know, there's one more person I like to, you, you brought up American Psycho. And it made me think of like, who else is a really just a fucked up guy trying to live his dream? And... Uh, let's Jake Gyllenhaal in Nightcrawler. Yes, that that's, is like the it. perfect example. Like he again, like just as you know, Patrick Bateman is. Yeah, just... actually, Nightcrawler is a good pick because like there are times when you're kind of like, like, all right, I'm on his side, and then he creeps you out, and you're like, all right, no, I'm not on your side. You know what's so weird about that movie? I watched it, and I'm like, everything he does, I, I like, I love. It's just the way he explains things. Like he over-explains it, and he has this like such. He has such an intensity when he's talking to people. Next time I... Uh, Speaking I, of uh, another anti... Jesus, that regards, too many of them. Fuck. <laughs> uh, the, ca- the main character in Push, the remake. He's no. a good anti-hero as well. He is. In a situation... Push? Yeah, push. 
Pusher? Pusher. 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 I yeah. was like, what is Push? Yeah, yeah Push, Push is another movie. Push is with uh, Chris Evans when he pushes things with his mind. Yeah. God, um, that movie. Pu- <laughs> that's not very original. <laughs> Pusher's like a, like a poor man's John Wick in a sense. Like, it's not... Except it's like... I don't know. The roles are a little reversed. But I, I think it's super stylized. I'm saying I that, like that, yeah. that. I'm talking about Push? Pusher. Oh, Pusher, yes. Yeah, like that kind of anti-hero. Mm-hmm. I'll throw not a my uh, honorable mention. My honorable mention is actually Malik from um, A Prophet. Uh, he's this character who's uh, essentially put in a prison, and he comes under the wing of like the the prison's highest gang, and he's uh, carrying out these missions for them. And basically, he's your hero, but he's doing all these things that's isn't essentially he, evil. Isn't he a part of the IRA or something? His he gets recruited through. Uh, he's he wasn't always okay. So he gets recruited by yeah. the IRA. Is it? I'm not sure if I'm talking something. I don't know something along those lines. Who let this exactly. IRA motherfucker in my bar? Yeah, that. Departed, but yeah, it's very it's very similar to startups. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, I, any any other honorable mentions right now? I feel like your head? I feel like the yeah, most classic one is uh, Travis Baker from Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's and like uh, the, obviously Fight Club, Fight like, Club, Ed Norton. It's like the placeholder kind of yeah. American Psycho, um, not American Psycho, um, American History X. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, like, yeah, there's a million of them. Uh, I think everybody kind of leans. I was. I, this is definitely more of a personal pick. I think. Yeah, I think it's just like what we just like off the it's top of really. our head, like first instantly think of like, oh wow, he's like a perfect. Like next time I get a parking ticket, this the city's fucked. I'm just going on a rampage. Da. <laughs> All right. Before the NYPD listens, let's uh, move on to the game. Oh, we're doing the game without. Uh... Yeah, it's weird. Uh, we have higher stakes here because we're down a person. Um, Harvey's not here, so we're gonna be uh thirty-three. Guess I have to go first, huh? Yeah, go ahead and go first. Roll really quick. Highest number guests to pick a movie, good or bad, for the person who rolled the lowest number. This is our game we play at the end of the podcast. We have to, let's take the number. By this the game way. is just to you know basically get everyone to watch a movie. Some people forget. Some people. Some people break suck. the rules and need lashings. <laughs> just kidding, Harvey. Love you. I'm about to roll. All right, Sean's rolling now. Two, 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 two. Eight. Ooh, not yeah, bad, not, not bad. Not too bad. Pass that shit over here. Stay, stay. Oh, you going last. Damn it. Because when you're last, you're, that's, that's it. That's the decider. A two? A two? So Steve lost? Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, if he gets a one. No, fuck, dude! I I just can't win or lose. I'm just like hmm. stuck in the middle. So you punched me last week. Oh <laughs> shit! I just realized that. Oh fuck! I really wanted to give Steve falling down. I was hoping to win. Yeah, give me falling down. I'll watch falling down. Like please. always, none of us ever have a pick. I have a pick, but falling down wouldn't work for you because you've seen it. But um, I know I had a pick for you. What we do in the shadows? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. No. <laughs> Okay, something you haven't seen. Something you haven't seen. Something, something, something. Be nice. Don't punish him. All right, so I got a pick for you. I just came up with it. Okay. Sicario. It was ah, actually... Not, was, a, not, not a bad that's pick. That's not... I feel like that's not a bad pick at all. Like, all right. Well, it's not a punishment. No, it's not. Um, it's, it was actually my favorite movie of 2015, I believe. What? Favorite? Favorite. I loved it, but I don't know but if it was Actually, my let me just double-check my... Uh, <laughs> Letterbox. I don't think it was your favorite. Let's see here. Give me a second. It was up there, though. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, it was up for best picture. Okay, but. sorry. It's number five. Um. So yeah, Sicario gave it a five out of five. 
It's uh, Denise Villeneuve films, and you, you're a big fan of his, right? Yes, I am. I love Prisoner. I loved Enemy. I think you're going to like this. Yeah. And you like Arrivals, right? I've never seen it. Okay, so you're going to watch this and then you're going to watch Arrivals. <laughs> <laughs> next week. I get two fucking movies? What is this shit? No, not this episode, but next week when uh, you lose again. What the hell? Betting on me to lose. All right, so watch Sicario. I think it's on um, Amazon Prime for free. I think I think you're correct. I'm yeah, right so watch yeah. Sicario. That's cool that it's on Amazon Prime. I, I should probably... Amazon... Can this. we talk about Amazon Prime real quick? What's going on with Amazon Prime? Holy shit, they are killing it with some, like, good, like... I went like on their... free t- shit? Yeah, free shit. Yeah. And Netflix is not killing it. Yeah, lately, like, lately yeah. I'm, like, go on Netflix, I'm like, I don't want to see any of these movies. And then I go on Amazon Prime, I'm like, oh, this came out, like, recently. Like, well, recently yeah. enough that I'm like, oh, wow, okay, yeah. Like, 2016. My, my first pick for you was actually on Amazon as well, which was uh Eden. I was going to let you watch Eden, but I didn't want you to sit through three hours of French people speaking Jesus about Jesus Christ. No, oh, it's just actually, I, wanted to, I wanted to watch Eden. It's incredible. With the DJ? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not a bad pick because I would have loved so watching knew, it. you knew he hadn't seen <laughs> Sicario? I just had a feeling you haven't seen most movies. <laughs> because I did miss out. 2016, I think, was like the worst year for movies that, for me because I didn't watch a lot. That was the movie. That was the year that I killed it. That was the year mm. I, I had the movie pass and I exploited it. Yeah, 2015, I did a horrible job at watching movies. Or, or you're, 20, you're a huge fan of thrillers, right? Yeah, you're gonna love Sicario. Sicario's it's a th- yeah, it's a thriller and it's also like a has some melodrama to it. Okay. But it's like it's really good. Check it out. All right. Yeah. We so have I mean, to. <laughs> both of those picks you mentioned, I would have probably loved because I did want to watch Eden anyway. Eden was incredible. Loved it. One so, of my favorite French films. And I love French films, so. It's all, all right, good. So, so Amazon it, right? Prime is killing it. Yeah. yeah. You're with like great choices and releases. Are you right guys now. both paying for it? Yes. Hmm. I, I've always had Prime. I need it. I, oh, are you guys paying for this? Isn't there a service where you just pay $10 a month? That's what I'm doing. Oh, so you don't have the delivery service? I do. You do that? Uh, Wait. $10? You, that's, yes. That's, that's I included. A, Amazon Prime student was like 50 bucks a month for me. Or, sorry. A year. Ooh, a year. Wow. Yeah. See, I got Amazon Prime, which is $10 a month, and you get two day shipping. You get. Access to Dude, movies. Are you sure it's yes. that much? I'm yeah, sure, it's ten dollars ninety nine for a year. I think you might be getting screwed, or maybe if you pay monthly, you pay more. Yeah, I'm paying monthly. Yeah, because I like I like the choice of like yeah. if I don't want it right now, I don't have to have. It. I like that choice. I'm always gonna need two day shipping. Yeah, I see me like I I rarely use that. I just I like having it, it for like TV and week. movies. Like mm. I just like their selection right now. My problem is I think I have Amazon way Prime? too way too much paid services a month. I have Netflix, Spotify, Hulu. I had Sundance Now and some other one. Of the yeah, I have things. Hulu right now, now and I have Netflix. Well, the funny thing is uh, I, I pay for Amazon yearly. Oh, yeah. So. Um, and it usually comes out of my bank right when I get my tax return. So, so it's like you don't notice it? Yeah. So like it's just always been my in my life for the past like three, four years. Oh, that's great. Three years. So, yeah. Um, I think that will conclude our episode. We're- of Do the Right Amazon. Yeah, fuck. We talked a lot. We should, <laughs> we should probably cut that out. No, that's that's gold. Yeah, we should probably try to trim. Promote, we just promoted. We gave Amazon a commercial, basically. Listen, Amazon. If you're listening, uh, what else have we talked about? We talked about oh, just wait. We're drinking Budweiser. Budweiser. If you're listening, uh, we didn't talk about it. Apple. Go, Apple. If you're listening. Apple. If you're listening. Anyone. If you're listening. Old we'll, Navy. I'm wearing. I like that we're not <laughs> starting like small companies. Just we're just like we. We don't have much of a reach, and not much people listen. Behringer, if you're listening, we're using your product. Yeah, so, I mean, just, yeah, we're out here, you know, just, you know. Give us some shit. Yeah, give us some shit. You don't All have right. to listen to the show. Yeah. yeah. You should, though. It's good. 
especially next weekend where we're going to be talking about the fate of the Furious. I feel like it's going to be a long and, uh, episode. We're, we're going to hear. Uh, we're going to hear Steve. Wait, really review quick. Are you guys going to catch up with the series, or are you just going to ah, jump? Fucking, it's pointless. They're all like action superhero movies. I, I would, know, I would, I want to, but you I don't just need have, to. I just have so much other movies I would rather watch. Dude, there's gonna be so much exposition. I mean, it, all right, where did everybody left? The, where was? Have you? Co- oh, I've seen them all. Oh, you've seen them all. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tom's like, I've been there for the beginning. <laughs> I have. I went. I was big into cars when I was thirteen or Fuck, eleven. Man, I want to live that life. Vin Diesel, Fuck. you're my hero. I went there with my my best friend, and we we're like, yeah. And I was like, there's no way a Toyota Super could beat a Ferrari in a race. <laughs> so you're all uh, American back then. <laughs> Um, I, I really like Ferraris back then. Oh. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna watch this uh horrid piece of shit, and uh, so are you, Steve. You're gonna, you don't need to watch all of them. Trust me. <laughs> Thank trust you. me. I've seen them all. It's not gonna matter. None of them matter. Thank you. They're all about family. Yeah. <laughs> this movie, it's about family. That's what they say in all the trailers. Yeah, you're, you're gonna be part of the family next week. So next you're gonna week, turn your back against family. <laughs> next week, uh, next week, stay tuned for uh, Fate of the Furious, as well as a review of uh, the Best Picture nominee of 2015, Sicario. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to next. I actually want to hear your thoughts on Sicario, and I want not, you not not Fate of the Furious. I want no. I want you to want. I want you to muster through it. Can we watch it together, guys? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> on that note, uh, let's signing out. Thank you for listening. Follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Instagram, Graham, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter. We're on all of that. Do the right film podcast, or just do the right film. You're you're in charge of all the social um, media right now, so not all of that. I, I think I think uh, Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud were just do the right, do the right film. film. Instagram were do the right film underscore podcast. Yeah, for yeah. so Instagram makes more sense. And if honestly, I, we also forget this one. I, I don't know if we mentioned a lot, but just go on iTunes. And if you happen to make it through the episode and you're, you somehow like what you listen to, yeah. If you're on your phone right now, <laughs> if you're on your phone just right jump now, on a, yeah, just jump on iTunes. If you want to give us a score, that'd be awesome. Who cares? Who cares if it's like, you know, just be honest. If you liked it, just you know, give us a you know star rating, and then yeah, also yeah. put a little comment and. You know, keep in contact with us. We like to talk to people. Yeah. Sometimes. Don't don't be a stranger. Yeah. (laughs) All right. On that note, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. See you. I'll miss you. Come on, shout. Hey, shout.